0: Welcome to Shakti's podcast. At Shakti Health and Wellness Center, we practice medicine which deeply values the importance of relationship between doctor and patient. Our integrative medicine approach focuses on the whole person, is informed by evidence-based medicine, and makes use of integrative therapies to help you reach your optimal health and healing. We will stress the importance of prevention of illness as well as treating symptoms. In our podcast, we'll be covering topics in health, wellness, and fitness. Our goals are to empower you with knowledge to take charge of your health and live a healthier lifestyle. I'm very excited to have Kat Kelly Chung with me today. She's the owner of BYC Yoga 26 in Columbia, Maryland. She's a 17-year veteran teacher and has had her studio in Columbia for 11 years. And the reasons I, reason I'm so excited to have her here is because my journey in functional medicine and integrative medicine uh, basically, you know, revolves around the fact that they that we can heal ourselves by focusing on lifestyle changes. And the four pillars with lifestyle changes are really your gut health, your nutrition, your uh, sleep, your mind body connection, and your movement. And those are things that all affect our immune system in a beneficial way. And the mind body connection is something that most physicians don't get a chance to talk about with their patients. But along with mindfulness and meditation, the the aspect of yoga which uh, is so compelling is the stillness that it brings as well as movement. So it's a combination of uh, kind of a calming but a great workout that increases muscle mass, helps with insulin resistance and and also with glucose metabolism as well as improved sleep quality and it is just I just never expected the benefits that I got from when I started doing a Bikram practice. So thank you, Kat, for joining me today. And I wanna begin with uh, what was your journey to opening up your studio in Columbia?
1: Well, thank you, Jyothi. I'm, thank you so much for inviting me to be here. I'm so excited. Um, and uh, the the beginning of my journey into this was really started with discovering that I was a yoga teacher and, and to begin with. Um, and in that, in in that uh, process of becoming a teacher and and teaching, I, you know, realized that there was a certain certain person people that I wanted to reach, and um, and the 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 type of person that I was that was tending to come to my classes sort of already understood that that there was an internal. Uh, Mechanism that they could they could tune into to uh, you know so to to increase their own and you know medical benefits and 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 therapy, therapy and things like that uh, and and the yoga was was a way in which they could deepen that practice uh, the people that I wanted to really reach were the folks that didn't 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 really have a clue. Um, and so in my own personal uh, practice, I had my own physical issues and, and ailments, and and one of them was heat tolerance, intolerance, uh, which is, you know, I, I discovered this heated yoga uh, called Bikram yoga, and um, decided to give it a try. And same thing, like you, was completely floored with, um, with how quickly uh, the benefits actually come on, and um, and and that the the people that it seemed to attract were those same people that I wanted to reach, um, and and a lot of that is because the the practice is is a lot less mysterious. Um, it 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 takes away sort of um, some of the the things that that people have uh misunderstandings about the practice of yoga um maybe they feel like it's a a religion or or something of that of that sense or or that it's something that is only for people who are super flexible and can turn themselves into pretzels and uh you know are contortionists that kind of thing um that that it that you know, there's just this misunderstanding that you have to be in a certain place to to do yoga. and in this particular style and and bringing the the heat, especially, is what allows those people who feel like they can't to do it. Um, it yoga is not for you know the flexible. It's not for the contortionist it's it's not for the already super enlightened uh you know about to enter nirvana um person it's for everyone um and every body and and this particular style really attracted that um and 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 allowed me to teach and and attract and benefit everybody and everybody type
0: right so I think what you're saying is that you became passionate about how you could impact other people through this form of yoga because it was so accessible for people who felt that they weren't able to do yoga I get that a lot I have this passion for talking about mind body with my patients and a lot of people look at me and say I'm not someone who can meditate because my mind is too racy which is exactly the person who should be meditating because it right. calms the mind down. I have the same answer for people who I recommend yoga for. They say, well, I'm not flexible. I can't bend, which is why I always talk about the Bikram yoga because or the hot yoga because of the fact that for me personally, I felt like I could I could do more in the heat and it keeps me coming back. But the other thing is that, you know, we see so many health benefits from just movement. I had one person um, that I wrote about in our book, uh, Finding Balance, about a gentleman who never did any sort of exercise, uh, wound up gaining about 50 to 80 pounds, found himself in a yoga studio and the hot yoga and wound up losing 50 to 60 pounds, gained, gained muscle mass, was so flexible at the end, he he became passionate about it, and he is also someone who speaks very highly of it, and you wanna convert people. I feel like mm-hmm. you always go around converting people. Yes. But what have you found? I find tremendous benefit in health for yoga, but what have you found through your clients and through your personal journey in terms of the three top relevant things
1: that has impacted people's health. Well, I think the 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 very first thing and you touched upon it is is just bringing mobility into bodies. Um, you know, our western society and, and the things that we we do really start to just tighten our bodies, our joints and and the the heat allows your body to open up and and when your body can open up and move more freely it also has a wonderful side effect to your mental f- feeling and well-being and so as your body you know your your body opens up your your mind starts to clear and you feel better you just feel better o- overall and as you're feeling better overall and you continue with the practice the practice has its own medical side side effects: um, lowering cholesterol, lowering blood blood pressure, uh, blood sugar levels, um, like you said, insulin, um, balancing out hormones and cortisol levels. Um, you know, just there's so many. The list goes on and on and on and on. Uh, pretty much, you know, if there's a condition that you have, there's some way in which the yoga will be impactful.
0: Right And you know sitting has become the new smoking mm. uh, sedentary lifestyle is one of the biggest threats to our health, and often when people even who go to the gym for an hour a day spend the rest of the day in a chair they're still they're called the active couch potato, and right. they still have negative consequences to their health. so what I love about uh, the yoga postures that you do, and I want you to speak to some of the you know consistency that you see and one of the things I love about the classes that you have is that I know what's coming next. I know that there's, I know the next pose. I know how much time I'll be in that pose. And it's it's not taxing for my mind. I like that aspect of knowing what's coming next. And it's the same class, whether you're a beginner or an advanced uh, teacher. Right. Uh, and, and that is something very appealing to me. But one thing is that, you know, in societies that have, not the upright toilet, and they have you know they have to squat. They have people who use those muscles more and more and more, and there's very little arthritis in those societies. There's very little hip replacement or knee replacements because people are constantly using utilizing those muscles, and that is what we have to remind people is that if you don't use it lose if you don't use it you lose, you lose it. it and right. that that is very critical to the postures that are there because we use our extensor muscles in a lot of the postures in bikram and uh it, which combats the flexor muscles that we're doing while we're mm-hmm. sitting all day exactly and it opens up the spinal cord and it speaks to the mind and again it's that mind body connection which is so helpful for many aspects of health not to mention even the anxiety and depression that's helped by it, right? right? But it is also one of the few things that raises something called DHEA, which is an anabolic hormone made by the adrenal gland that tends to decrease over time as we age. And instead of taking DHEA in a bottle, which can go in the wrong direction and turn into estrogen and mm-hmm. turn into other things you don't want it to, you can build it up naturally through yoga. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a very exciting way to heal hormone imbalance. Truly like exciting, said. yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about the temperature and why it's important. What makes Bikram or hot yoga different from other types of yoga?
1: Uh, well, I mean the obvious, the heat. Um, you know, versus a non heat. Um, but the heat is great for beginners. Um, it allows them to to like I said, you know, feel feel better in their in their skin. Um, able to able to you know just move more freely uh it also it also warms the body up on its on its own so without us having to to learn the mechanisms of of generating internal heat which is something that uh over time your your yoga practice will will teach you, Um, but this is, you know, like I said, great for beginners um, that don't know that they're able to come in and the heat does it for them. Uh, It brings a whole lot of, a a whole lot more oxygen into the bloodstream, which helps to fuel those muscles to help you, you know, um, get through the, get through the postures um, and just feel like the whole practice in and of itself is is much more doable and accessible. the, the 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 static twenty six postures that we do in this particular style, the Bikram, um, which we now call Hot Twenty Six at, at, at our studio uh, BYC, uh, I think that really leads to that 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 moving meditation and that mental aspect that you're talking about. Um, you know, we live in a very goal oriented society we want to see results and you know when you're coming and you're doing the same thing you can actually see that's a good point some progress you can see where you were from day to day and day to day is going to change um and i think that's really important to also our just that mental mind body connection you know it it all goes together it's all one full circle and the yoga really brings it all together and i and i just really feel that this particular style just does it in a beautiful way that just
0: and isn't there some relevance to the flow of the postures in terms of why you do it in that order
1: absolutely um bikram himself who 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 is the one who Kind of put these these particular uh, postures together, or I, sh- I shouldn't necessarily say that he put these postures together, but he is the one who brought this really to mm-hmm. you know the 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 world, the public. Um, there is a science to the sequencing of the postures, and each lead the body, you know, from from a from a neutral state into the depth of the of the of the postures to the end where Mm -hmm. you know you're ready for your final shavasana Mm -hmm. Um, so it all does have a very uh purposeful intentional reason why we do this posture before we do that posture
0: well one of the things i noticed is you know it helps uh detoxify us in a way that different types of yoga unless you're generating a lot of internal heat Mm -hmm. on your own There's four ways we detoxify. One is through our kidneys. One is through our bowel movements. One is through our liver. And one is through our sweat. And when we sweat, and we sweat a lot in Vikram, it is a wonderful way to detoxify your body. And the other thing that I really value with the form of yoga is the breaks you have with the Shavasana. Mm -hmm. And that rest, Mm -hmm. which is almost so difficult to do when you first begin. Mm-hmm. I remember, Kat, that you came by, I didn't know you at the time, but you came by and you said, you're doing this pose wrong. I was doing shavasana, the cor- corpse pose, wrong, and I was like, "Really?" I because it was very hard for me to rest. It was very mm-hmm. challenging for me to sit quiet. Quietly, and at the and end of the still. class, you know, the teachers always say, Rem- "Remember, shavasana is very important." And I think we need to hear it over and yes. over again. Yes. that rest is actually critical. And the more I'm learning about the mind body and positive psychology our mind gets tired. We are thinking Mm -hmm. way too much all over the place Mm -hmm. on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. And so rest is like sleep for our mind. Calm mind, being still is so important for just rejuvenation and for aging. Right, right. Right. I do, I do love that part, and I always, when my alarm goes off at five fifteen in the morning, I'm not the happiest person, but when I'm done with my six fifteen <laughs> yes. class, it is awesome. Yes. So I thank you for those classes. Oh, um, you're so welcome. But what do you think people should do in terms of maintaining or starting a practice you know it can be overwhelming a 90 minute class and how many times a week should I do it you know it's all scheduled over scheduled what time of the day is good you know can you speak to some of the timing issues that people have?
1: Well, you know there there is there is an ideal time to do yoga but in our in our current society where, our circadian rhythms have been thrown completely off by schedules that are all over the place. We've got night shifts and day shifts and working from home and, and you know, telecommuting and, and or, you know, long commuting. You know, people going from D.C. to New York or, you know, that type of thing. We are all over the place with, with, our, with our particular Rhythms that we have set up, so it's it. At this point, I would say it's really hard to say that there's a particular time mm-hmm. of day that that is really good for, you know, a, a general kind of thing. Um, it's really going to be very individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, that's why we've got now studios that are set up with classes that run all day long. Uh, so that you, know, you have your folks that you know, work night shifts and come home and sleep during the day. They can get up and have their class at you know, 7, 7, 7.30, 6.30, 8 p.m. Uh, and, it's, and it's kind of like a morning class for mm-hmm. them. You know? uh, and it's different. Yoga is different you know, in the morning versus in the evening. Uh, it, folks mostly say that in the morning their bodies are a little more stiff. But they're a lot more mentally alert, uh, and so their focus, uh, their their mental acuity in class, can be a lot stronger, uh, which can be a a whole different type of practice versus in the evening after you've worked all day, but you've but you've moved around, your body is is a little warmer, it's a little looser, uh, blood's been flowing. Uh, you feel a little bit more flexible when you when you enter class, but you've been working your brain all day long, and and you're a little it's a little harder for you to enter into your mental mental you, into your moving med- meditation. Um, it's harder for you to turn it off, uh, but your body feels a little bit better, you know. So it just it's it's it all it all. So the all,
0: time of day depends, but is there a frequency you depend you you would? recommend
1: every day every day every day every day. I was it's, afraid she was gonna say that yeah, every day I mean it's it's literally it's like brushing your teeth yeah you know it's a it's it's
0: yeah no it's fabulous and I know um especially as a beginner uh if in order to adjust to the heat personally speaking um you have that um you know unlimited, you had that unlimited for one week pass, which I really enjoyed because I will tell you the first two classes, I had a little bit of difficulty with the heat and you recommend, you know, just stay in the room. Don't Mm -hmm. leave the room. right? And that's exactly the best advice because by the third class, I was so happy. So yeah. So you're, happy. You're, you're acclimated and you're You're acclimated, good. but then you get it. You get right. the benefits. You're like, I right. get you can this. You finally get it. Yes. I finally get it. But yes. I needed to do it three times that week. Yep. Yep. Um, and I so when people do it once a week, sometimes even when I, I sign up for those packages you have you know where you're doing it two to three times a week, it is so much better for yes, you. Yes,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: so I do think that more is better, but, but it shouldn't scare people. Do whatever you can. Even right. one class a week is exactly. good. Um, exactly. You just need to get in and do it. Uh, I think that that's, that's the key message is it, you know, you, it's kind of like uh, I have 30 minutes should I go to the gym or not? Well, no, I'm just gonna sit at my desk for 30 minutes. It's obviously better to go to the gym right. for at least that 30 minutes, exactly. right? Exactly, so, so do what you can. Do what you can,
1: which is great. But three three days a week uh, is really ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, I always suggest to my students, the closer they can bring those three classes together mm-hmm. is, is better. Um, it's all very cumulative and it all builds. So the more space and time between classes, the more you're kind of losing what you've gained. And then when you come back, you're trying to recoup that and then gain more.
0: Yeah, I've noticed
1: that too. Yeah, so it's, you know, if you can get your classes more consecu- you know, consecutive uh, together is is better. Um, but but like you said, you know, we're we, we've we've got our lives. We're busy, and you know, you do what you can. But I believe that when you start your practice, your your own body is going to start leading you mm-hmm. to class and 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 wanting to craving do more it. and yeah. craving to do more. And you also find that you know we feel like oh, there's it's it's so much time and we can't do it. It's taking so much out of our our day. But when we when we bring this into our lives it actually, right, it actually makes more time. It's a really weird thing. It makes you more efficient. It makes you more efficient. Exactly. That's exactly where I was getting to, is that it just makes you more efficient. And so your time becomes more. It just becomes more spacious.
0: But you also have now different classes. When I first started, you were doing pretty much the same class every day. Talk a little bit
1: about where you've move to in terms of the other classes you offer and why so um, just like the heat that we talk about that being a beneficial uh, added thing to for people to to access the yoga become more proficient at it uh, for lack of better word uh, because I don't know if there's really a proficiency Mm -hmm. at yoga you -hmm. know Um, it is just what it is wherever you're at Uh, but um, you know, we've added the heated Pilates and the Pilates is core strengthening and the core strengthening, add, uh, enhances your, your yoga practice. Um, it makes you stronger. It, it makes you feel, you know, more capable of doing, uh, the postures better. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the better that you're performing your postures, uh, And when I say better, I'm not talking about depth or, um, or, or how far in terms of expression of a posture, but I'm talking about how you are mechanically setting up your posture and, and, and performing it, uh, Kind of the ease that you have with each, posture. with each pop, yeah. exactly, exactly, and finding that balance between yes. that effort and ease, and where where they're placed. Um, you know these, all these other classes: the Pilates, the Yoga Sculpt, the the Body Fit, uh, the Stretch Melt, um, which is another amazing class, and that's a non heated class, um, mm. which is all about just. Opening up your the fascia, it's all mm. about just really getting not the muscle, not the ligament, but the fascia and the mm. body opened up. A completely different thing. Um, maybe one day you'll have, have to, to try get Jerris yeah. in here and talk to him about that. Um, but yeah, it's really amazing. You definitely got to try it. Uh, but all of these things are there to complement and enhance your your yoga practice.
0: Uh, you know what? One of the one of the groups of subgroups of people that love yoga, uh, and it's always nice for me to see it, is the athlete who thinks they have to go pump, you know, iron, and they have to run a marathon, and they're got to get their heart rate up, and they're on this bike, and they're doing all these high endurance stuff, and they and I like I'll use my son as an example. He is a soccer player. He's uh, he's just very athletic in terms of uh, physical fitness and endurance, and he started meditating and he loves to meditate and I kept talking to him yeah, about yoga awesome. and he just never went for it because he couldn't understand their reasoning for it and he started a yoga practice, I think, because I nagged him and came to your class came, yes, and I uh, saw that. he was blown away because he told me <laughs> that not only did it make his muscles more uh, f- just in a different condition mm-hmm. strength-wise as well, right. but but his meditation improved. Yes. So he was very excited about that. And I think that that's what I love about these concepts of self healing is that one leads to another. Right. And when you start to feel better with yoga, you will start to eat better. Right. Because you will pick foods that aren't making yes. you feel bad. Right. Which will make you sleep better and right. which will make you want to do more. And right. so it's a positive cycle. And I right. do believe that, I do believe it's a daily practice. I just, needed to hear you say it to me uh, to get myself to yoga studio every day but oh, I love to hear I think, um I think I think that again it's just a fabulous fabulous addition to uh, a self-healing mechanism but in your opinion are there people that shouldn't do it or do it with caution or get a clearance from their physician or is there anybody that you worry about trying the class
1: um I obviously i'm I'm not a doctor uh, if there's any reason at all that someone has any concern about starting a new program I would definitely suggest that they consult their doctor um and find out you know if if there's a reason why they shouldn't uh there's also though I throw that a little bit to the wind because there's also a lot of physicians and doctors that just don't know a lot about Mm -hmm. yoga and especially this particular style and um just don't they just don't know, mm-hmm. and and so they'll caution folks away from it when actually the yoga would be really, really, very beneficial for right. that person. Uh, the only the only person that I tell, I personally tell, no, is a pregnant woman who has never done the yoga before. Okay. Uh, it, it, if if you have a recent a very recent injury mm-hmm. that you need to heal which means you need to rest. Yes. Uh, doesn't mean there has anything to do with the heat or our particular style. It means you need to rest. Right. Um uh, you know, right after a surgery, things like that. Right. Um more of the common sense things right. that would that would keep someone away from doing anything. Yeah, uh, and I th- I
0: think I think that's true. So I think you know when you go on a treadmill, you'll see ask your doctor's permission to get on the treadmill kind of a thing. Right. And uh, so I just, you know, if someone has cardiovascular disease that's very active, they probably shouldn't be doing anything hugely exertional until sin- they get a clearance from their doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncontrolled hypertension may be a problem is what I see based on you know the fact that it's just a little taxing for people in the beginning. But I think it's great for blood pressure in the long run. And mm-hmm. I think there's some fluid shifts that happen. So people just have to be aware because right. a lot of people don't drink. And in the beginning I know people should drink water to hydrate, maybe even coconut water to mm-hmm. replace those electrolytes. Yes. Um I think some people get headaches from it initially because of the electrolyte that change. Um I remember just being a little more fatigued and once I started drinking more water I it was fine. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it's the fluid shifts and I think it's also in the beginning when your body's trying to adjust.
1: Right. Right. It's a detox process. Right.
0: But other than that, I do think that um, educate your physicians about what it is, uh, because I think it's it's um, negated. A lot of times physicians will say no to things because they don't know it right and they don't understand it, but I do think it's 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 very
1: valuable for health. Um, absolutely. Just you know, going on on that, you know, I, I touched on you know the the first person that I would say is a pregnant woman who's never done it before. Yeah. Now, a pregnant woman who has been doing it. Go for it. I have a pregnant woman who is in there she right was now. She's a teacher. Um, I've, I've had I've had yeah. teachers. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a contraindicated, you yeah. know, practice yeah. because you're pregnant. It's just if you're pregnant, I wouldn't and I wouldn't suggest you start anything. No, brand that's new. that's
0: actually medical advice that we say to pregnant women: don't do things you haven't done, haven't before, done before, and don't start it when you're pregnant. Right. If you're a marathon runner, I've had marathon runners keep running, yes. you know, when they're pregnant. And so it's just one of those things that just don't add an additional tax. Additional, exactly. But yes, I do think that that's wise. Um, is there? Anything else that you want to address or talk to, speak to the um, a person who's listening who says, you know, I'm still not really sure that this is something for me. Is there any resources they can look up? Is there any books that you would recommend, or other hmm. vis, um, other type of uh, information access that they could kind of look into to to learn more about hot yoga,
1: Bikram, or just yoga uh, in general? Well, I mean, the first place that I would, um, I would turn somebody to this is a little plug is my website uh just go to www.bycyoga26.com okay uh and there's a lot of information on there all over the website uh about the yoga uh what to expect um frequently asked questions that we, we hit on. Um, we also have a survival guide on there for the, for the person who's the first time and they're a little bit timid and scared about, you know, what they can do to prepare. And, uh, and the main thing is, is really just recognizing that the yoga is for everyone, that there is no prerequisites. Um, there is no, pre-stated condition that your body or mind needs to be in you just have to allow the yoga to meet you where you're at Mm -hmm. and then the rest will take care of itself
0: and i 100 percent back everything she says thank you kat for joining us uh thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on itunes or wherever you like to listen to your podcast you can follow us over facebook twitter and instagram drop us some suggestions for future topics and any questions that you may have thanks again